Yo guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Poly Podcast. Hope everyone's doing well today. My name is Matt, I am your host. And today is a bonus episode because if you are a long-term listener of the podcast, you will know that we release podcasts on a Thursday. And if you're listening to this on day of release, it's obviously our Tuesday. So, I hear you all crying, Matt, 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 what about Thursday? Don't panic. Thursday is still happening. It's with Simon Lucas of Winterfell Earth, the drummer of Winterfell Earth. We had a fantastic conversation about everything to do with the band, uh, black metal scene in general, just being a a musician. Uh, It was a fantastic chat, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. I just want to do a little bit of housekeeping first and foremost and say thank you so much for the support that the podcast has had in the month of January, Um, especially the, the one that I released on Tuesday of last week with Lee Downer of the defiles and low lives the kickback from that has been absolutely incredible so i really am really grateful for that and thank you uh, for you guys for listening and tuning in and tweeting me not tweeting me i don't have twitter i mean instagram DMing me all of those things it's been amazing thank you thank you genuinely um so today uh, obviously you've read the title we're going to be dissecting the download festival 2022 lineup as it stands at time of recording in february 2022 Uh, because I thought to myself, I used to run a YouTube channel, uh, a quite successful YouTube channel, in which I would do a video of this style, uh, just dissecting the lineup. And I thought, because I don't have YouTube anymore, I can't really do that. But I do have this podcast platform. So I thought, it kind of lends itself to a a conversation where I can just talk about bands uh, and stuff, because that's what I enjoy, and that's what you guys seem to respond to as well. So... Without any further fucking about, let's play the intro tape. So, Download Festival 2022 lineup. Let's fucking go. Okay, so I'm going to do it in day order. So we'll go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's how days work. Uh, But yeah, starting at the very top on Friday, we have Kiss. Now, Kiss are an absolutely massive band. Been around for a long time. And it was, when it was first announced, billed as their farewell tour. Whether it will be their farewell tour because of COVID and everything else, no one really knows. And if I'm honest, I'm kind of over band saying we're gonna break up um and then coming back two or three years later because it's if you're gonna go fuck off and go (laughs) like just don't like tease your fans like it's gonna be your last ever appearance of seeing a band only to milk that cash cow you know three four later it's just not cool basically in my opinion that aside uh am i a fan of kiss uh as a band itself, not really. They didn't do a great deal for me, but from what I've seen of live videos of them, uh, they are fantastic live from what I've seen. Um, and obviously, they have got some absolutely mammoth tunes. So, you know, if I was going to download, which I'm not this year, regrettably, uh, would I be checking out Kiss? Yeah, probably, because they're an absolutely huge band. So, why wouldn't I check out Kiss? Uh, next on the lineup, so the next one down is A Day to Remember. Now, I am, or let me rephrase that, I was a massive A Day to Remember supporter, fan, whatever you want to call it, Um, and I think the first probably three albums, four albums, are absolutely flawless, like uh, with that run they went on um, from Homesick, uh, from What Separates Me From You, 
I think that's what the album was called. Uh, and then so on and so forth was absolutely great. But the last record, the last two records, haven't been all that. And obviously there was a lot of controversy around A Day to Remember, which I don't really want to go into on the podcast. I mean, you can go on Twitter, you can read articles and stuff of, of the things that's been said and, and whatnot. But um, for those reasons, I am distinct, distancing myself from A Day to Remember as a band. I don't listen to them on Spotify. Um, but, you know, if they come on, like, at a club and I'm in a rock bar or something and they come on, then fair enough. But I don't actively seek out uh, music by Day to Remember anymore. So, next up, we have Blackfell Brides. Uh, Blackfell Brides are a band who've been around again for fucking years. It seems so weird. I remember when they sort of broke out of the scene in 09, and now they're, you know, they've been around for absolute donkey's years. And, for the most part, uh, Blackfell Brides, again, I don't seek out Blackfell Brides' music, but not for the same reasons as I to remember. Um, but in terms of just them as a band like yeah fine they're they're a good band they have a handful of really good songs um again would i see them like on their own show like absolutely not but if they're at a festival there isn't nothing else going on then sure like they're not offensive to my ears in that respect uh next up we have bury tomorrow who is a band who i have seen on numerous occasions i absolutely love Barry Tomorrow. Barry Tomorrow are one of those bands who I would put in the same category as someone like Skindred, who are just old reliable. Like, every time Barry Tomorrow rock up to play a show, you know you're going to have just a fucking great time. Um, they're, they're, you know, they're on record, they're fantastic. Would I honestly sit down and listen the whole way through to a Barry Tomorrow record? Probably not, to be honest, because you know, but... Stick me in front of them in terms of a live environment, absolutely brilliant. And you know, I, I wish no bad feeling towards Barry Tomorrow. I want to give them all the success that they can get because they're a fantastic band and a really, really lovely group of people as well, from all accounts. So, next up, we have Theory, who I do believe is the old band Theory of a Dead Man, but since changed their name to Theory, which, if I'm not mistaken, was like the American or Canadian, I can't remember which the American or the Canadian version of Nickelback, but not nearly as good. Um, yeah, I remember they done a song back in the day called Bad Girlfriend. I mean, it had misogynistic lyrics and a misogynistic video, so, you know, take that as you will, but for the most part, forgettable. Forgettable band, but in terms of download and the download audience... Are they going to be receptive to someone like Theory? Absolutely. Like, so, you know, yeah, don't be misogynistic. Don't be a dick. But, you know, fair enough. Good for you. You've, you've run a download bill. Fair enough. Uh, Wayward Sons. Um, I don't know much about, to be perfectly honest. So I can't really give comment. But, um, yeah, I'm not really too sure about the name or anything. But, yeah, don't really know much about them. So, then we go on to the second stage. Headlining the second stage is going to be the Distillers. Um, the Distillers are a absolutely, again, massive band. Massive, massive, massive band. Um, and again, I don't really know much about the Distillers, to be honest. But I have seen them. I saw them at Reading Festival uh, 2019. Um, and they were, you know, they were quite good, to be fair. I should probably go back and check out some Distiller tracks in the future. Then we have Airborne. Oh, yeah, boy, we have Airborne. I absolutely love this band. This band are just really good fun, 
really good rock songs. Like, do not get me wrong, it is not reinventing the wheel in any way, shape or form. But what they do is they drink beer, they play heavy metal, heavy rock, whatever you want to call it, and they have a good time and it's fine. Like, it's just a good time. So, Airborne get a big old thumbs up from me and a good pass. They're a good band as well. So, um, Lacuna Coil um, are a band who kind of uh, I know of, obviously, and they've kind of someone who I've vaguely followed. Like, I do have a couple of Lacuna Coil albums, but again, I haven't really checked out their material in a long, long time. So, I don't really know what they're doing in terms of um, numbers and what their kind of sound is nowadays. So, I guess I'd be like moderately interested to, to see Lacuna Coil. And um, then we have Miles Kennedy and company. Miles Kennedy uh, doing his solo project, um, which are, you know, Miles Kennedy, obviously frontman of Alter Bridge, uh, a fantastic, fantastic vocalist, um, and, you know, a really good guitar player as well to boot. But um, does Miles Kennedy and company set my world on fire? Not really. I do like Alter Bridge. I have, you know, the majority of Alter Bridge albums. Um, but they don't really set my world on fire, so to speak. They're just a bit, you know, they're fine. Uh, Avon Jones. Avon Jones? I have no idea, so I can't pass comment. Uh, then we have the Avalanche stage. Headlining the Avalanche stage, the Ghost Inside. Now, the Ghost Inside are one of those bands who have got an incredible, incredible story. And the reason why they have an incredible story is because they had a really, really horrific um, bus crash in uh, America. I'm pretty right, I think I'm right in saying it was like in El Paso, Texas, I want to say. Don't come at me if that's wrong, Google it yourself. But in any case, um, the driver of the bus died, another, I think a crew member died, but... Um, the drummer actually had to have his leg amputated. There's, there was, a, it was a, it was a horrific situation. I remember reading about it when it all the news broke on that. Um, and they've come out since and obviously released a record and kind of playing shows for a band who genuinely doctors were like, I don't know if you're going to be able to walk again, let alone play music, let alone play drums and guitar or anything else. So to see a band like that literally rise up from the ashes of such a horrible incident and seeing them headline the avalanche stage is super super cool and you know i don't want to say that um the bus thing wasn't a tragedy because it genuinely was but their profile because of it and their recovery and everything that happened after that has propelled this band massively so Every cloud has a silver lining is the kind of expression a lot of people use sometimes. So that's the expression that I would kind of use in this scenario. Um, but good for the Ghost Inside. Absolutely fantastic band. If you're into hardcore, you'll know about the Ghost Inside. They're just a really good band. Um, then we have a genuinely fucking huge proposition on the Avalanche stage in the band Sleep Token. Uh, Sleep Token are genuinely uh, becoming a really, really big band. Um, Sleep Token, if you don't know, are they are all masked singers. Uh, they're masked uh, musicians, sorry. Um, and nobody knows who is in the band Sleep Token. Um, do they do much for me personally? I mean, they're fine. I, I don't buy the hype like everybody else is kind of 
massively smashed up to be. But, you know, fair enough. Good for them. They seem to be doing well for themselves. But uh, me personally, it's, you know, it's, it's fine. I've listened to the record. I thought it was fine. But a lot of people have been, you know, uh, ranting and raving and saying it's the best thing you've ever heard. For me personally, it's not quite that. But it is good. So, fine. Whatever. Um, Norman D. Norman Day. Norman D. I've, I have no idea. So, apologies. Um, Meet Me at the Altar. Uh, again, I think they're like an emo band. I'm not too sure. Uh, I can't say I've heard of them. Gender Rolls are a band who I've heard of. And I've heard of some of their stuff. They're a decent band. Uh, and then lastly on that Avalanche stage for Friday is a band called Press Club, who not very many people know about. And I really want to push this really hard. If you don't take anything away from this podcast and you don't listen to any of the bands, listen to Press Club because I fucking love Press Club. Um, Press Club are an Australian band, female-fronted uh, punk band. Really, really good. Uh, and they just write really catchy songs and... A lot of it, a lot of the time, sounds like it's about to fall apart. Like, to me, when I listen to it, it evokes, like, a train going way too fast around a bend. And it could come off the track at any minute. But they somehow keep it together and keep it tight, but yet loose at the same time. It's a really cool, cool band. So if you haven't already, check them out. Next up, we have headlining the Dog 2 stage, which is the fourth stage, Electric Wizard. Uh, a band who have been around for a very, very long time. Um, and again, I'm not really the biggest Electric Wizard fan because I'm not really the biggest fan of Stoner. But, you know, a very well-revered band in, in their own right. Uh, Blue Pills, I don't know nothing about, to be honest. Uh, British Lion is obviously Steve Harris of Iron Maiden's fame's other band. So, you know, fine. If you're into that, then you're into that. Um... Bocassa uh, are a band who I really like. Uh, I think Bocassa are from like Denmark or somewhere around that kind of area of the world. A really cool band. Uh, so if you haven't checked out Bocassa, go do so. They supported Metallica on the Metallica Stadium Tour. Just a really, really good band in my opinion. A.A. Williams, uh, sort of haunting vocals uh, from front person, front lady vocals. Really, really affecting. Really good in my opinion. Um... A bit uh, sort of not emo in the sense of what you'd consider emo. Like if, you, if I say the word emo, you've got emo in your head. But like kind of brooding dark imagery from her. Really cool. Uh, Dead, Pe- Dead Poet Society. I don't know, but I feel like I should know because that name's really cool. But yeah, fine. Um, and then the rest of them on the Dog 2 stage, I don't know. So I'm just going to quickly say them. Uh, Celador, Moon Crow, The Scratch and J.J. Wild. Although J.J. Wild does ring a bell, but I don't know why. In any case, we move on to Saturday, in which we start at the very top, as always, with our headliner, Iron Maiden. What can I say about Iron Maiden? Iron Maiden are one of the biggest British exports in terms of bands this country has ever seen. Um, Whether you love them, whether you loathe them, they are undeniably huge. Uh, Iron Maiden, for me personally, are a band who... I like a lot of their stuff, um, but their back catalogue is very vast. So I can't, I, I mean, I can, but I haven't had a chance really to dive in on everything they've done. But the majority of the big hitters, so like uh, Number of the Beast, uh, Peace Cells, uh, I think it's Peace Cells, or is that Megadeth? I'm not sure. Um, 
uh, Fear of the Dark record, all of those albums like I'm I'm into and I, and I like actively. So you know the big hitters that I know about. Uh, yeah, obviously this is like the third or the fourth time they've played Download Festival. So the one thing I will say about Download, it does get a little bit repetitive sometimes in terms of the bands they book. Uh, and Iron Maiden are starting for me personally. Hence why I'm not going this year because to be honest, the lineup is okay. It's pretty good, but it's just not for me. Uh, and Iron Maiden is kind of maybe a nail in that coffin for this year for me personally. It was like, ah, Maiden again. Like, don't get me wrong, I've only ever seen Maiden uh, once. But, you know, I was like, oh, we could have had someone different. Someone younger, someone fresher. But that's an argument for another time. Then we move on to Deftones, who are a band who I absolutely love on record. But live, I cannot stand um, I think they can't do it live or like they do on record. And again, that's probably controversial to some people. And again, it's my it's only my opinion. So, you know, like go and watch Deftones. Make up your own opinion. Be your own person. And if you like them, you like them. Fantastic. As I said, Deftones are a band who I fucking love on record. Um, but for me personally, live, they the couple of times I've seen them haven't been amazing. Next up, we have Shinedown, who, again, is a bit of a home run for Download Festival, to be honest. Um, the average downloader will be a Shinedown fan, in, in my estimations. Uh, but Shinedown recently released a track, um, which I do believe is called Cut the Cord, maybe? Again, I'm not going to look it up. Again, I think that's what it's called, the new song. And it's heavy. It's genuinely got really quite gently kind of riffs in it. And it's, it's really good. Like... Don't get me wrong, I think uh, Brett from Shinedown has got a really nice voice and, you know, they make some really nice rock songs. But this new one is really rocking, so I'm I'm quite excited to hear new Shinedown if this is the direction they're taking. It's quite interesting. Uh, next up, we have the Pretty Reckless, who are a band who I've seen a couple of times and I actually quite like the Pretty Reckless. Again, I don't own any of their records but um, would I listen to them if they came on Spotify on, my, on a playlist or anything like that? Absolutely. They're a very good band. Next up, Black Label Society. Uh, obviously, Zach Wilde, who formerly was in Ozzy Osbourne's band. Uh, it's his main project. Uh, you know, if you like riffs, basically, you'll like uh, Black, Sable, La Black Label Society. Bloody hell, I can't talk today. Um, yeah, fucking great band, in my opinion. Uh, Monster Truck, I don't know. Them Damn Crows are just a really great rock band. Uh, I've been trying to get Them Damn Crows to come on the podcast for ages. So uh, if you'll tweet them, that'd be great. <laughs> the Raven Age, again, I don't know nothing about, so I can't comment. And then we're on to the second stage on the Saturday. We have Megadeth. Now, Megadeth are an interesting one for me personally because Megadeth are undoubtedly a massive band. But I didn't get into Megadeth for the longest time. I writ off Megadeth because I was like, why do I need Megadeth when I've got Slayer? Why do I need Megadeth when I've got Metallica? You know, even Anthrax, I don't need Megadeth. And how how wrong I was. So, I would say, if you've ever listened to Megadeth, you'll know that uh, the riffs, riffs for days with Megadeth, uh, really good band. I've seen them a couple of times live. Just a really great band. Uh, next up, we have Mastodon, one of my absolute all-time favourite bands. Um, fantastic on record. Absolutely fucking fantastic on record. 
uh, and brilliant live as well. But one thing I will say about Mastodon, and this is going to be such a weird statement after what I've just said, I will not go and see Mastodon in a festival environment because Mastodon tend in a festival environment to just fuck about. I can't be dealing with it. Like you've got so many bangers in your in your set. You know, play the bangers. You've got 45 minutes. Play the hits. But they'll fuck about with some sort of B-side that no one's ever heard of. And I just, I, you know, like, I can't be dealing with it. And also, uh, Mastodon are one of those bands that doesn't really lend itself to an outdoor environment. Because, obviously, the, the sound gets taken away with the wind. And, like, it just doesn't really work for me personally. Um, next up, we have Daughtry, who I know nothing about, to be honest. So, I can't comment. Um... Bush are a band, uh, Gavin Rossdale from Bush, uh, a really quite sizable band, but um, yeah, I've never listened to them, so I can't really comment. Uh, then we have three bands, which are basically a home run for me personally, first of which is Code Orange. If you're a fan of my content, my podcast, my old YouTube channel I used to run, all that kind of stuff, you will know how much I fucking love Code Orange. Code Orange are one of those bands that I just, they just, they meld hardcore metal and just make this amalgamation of just wonderful material. And I fucking love everything they've done. Even the new song, which everyone's like, oh, it's just a ripoff of WWE. Fuck you. I know it is, but it's fucking great. I absolutely love it. Uh, and then next up, imagine doing this on the Saturdays, Timmy. Uh, next up is Einstein Kills, who are rapidly becoming my new favourite band genuinely i absolutely love this band um the record uh, silver screen 2 welcome to horrorwood was my album of the year last year i think they obviously marry metalcore with the horror genre perfectly there is no like no one is doing it as good as Iceland kills and the thing that i find that i love about Iceland kills is the authenticity of it like you could they could be perceived to be like a gimmick band and whatnot but they are so far removed from a gimmick band because they genuinely care a about the music first and foremost but b the aesthetic that comes with the music they're writing um they absolutely care about that 100 percent. that comes through in their music and that's what makes it really good in my opinion and then next up after that we have malevolence obviously i've had josh from malevolence on the podcast a wonderful gentleman um and we still sort of dm quite regularly uh but yeah malevolence if you like riffs man fucking malevolence are the band for you um check out malevolence they're just fucking great uh and then after that we have kcet uh who are a band who i don't know at all so i cannot help you my friends um and then oh so if you've made it to 22 minutes and 42 seconds in the podcast this is an exclusive for you my friend um Funeral for a Friend are headlining the third stage of Download Festival. And uh, guess what? I'm speaking to Darren, the guitarist of Funeral for a Friend, tonight. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I have got one of my genuine heroes coming on the podcast. Um, Yeah, Funeral for a Friend for me are an absolutely seminal band. uh, And I would love, love, love to see Funeral for a Friend um, at Download Festival. Obviously, I can't because I'm not attending Download Festival this year. But if I was, I would 100% be there in an absolute heartbeat. They're a flipping great band. I'm going to stop saying fucking fucking try. I swell quite a lot. But yeah, 
they are just a wonderful band and i will be chatting to uh darren from funeral friend tonight if everything goes to plan and then you'll be hearing it in about two and a half weeks time so get excited for that uh and then after that they have creeper or before that should i say it's creeper uh again i don't need to talk about creeper because creeper are one of my favorite bands of all time um creeper i saw in london before uh, christmas and they were the best band i've seen in forever they just are the best band i fucking love that band and uh if you could all tweet creeper to come on the podcast that'd be amazing <laughs> i'm joking i'm not joking uh the fame i don't know nothing about grandson i know nothing about holding absence uh supported creeper a uh, fantastic band in my opinion um the the new record they put out their salem their salem record i'm reading too quickly uh holding absence's new record they put out is fantastic is what i meant to say then we have loathe who are a band who i really really like as well uh, loathe being kind of new metal-y kind of dark yeah good fun basically dragged under or band i don't know salem uh obviously will from creepers side project uh so if you like the kind of early creeper stuff salem will be for you uh blackout problems i've got no idea so then we go on to saturday fourth stage bring on the fucking metal we've got sepatura headlining sepatura i've never seen obviously i'd love to see uh sepatura with max back in the band but obviously that's not going to happen for as far as we know but sepatura fucking fantastic roots um is one of the fucking best metal records going in my opinion um and the other one i've forgotten the name of the other really seminal one yeah just a fucking great band next up after that we have obituary uh again fucking just such a good booking from download i just wish they put them higher on the bill um but again putting them straight on before sepulture is a fucking brilliant thing and then we have why not dying fetus of course it's dying fetus ladies and gentlemen um a band who i don't listen to to be honest because i'm not that metal but uh dying fetus have got a such a a terribly terrible name like i i actually feel myself like kind of repulsed when i say that out loud because it's just like Ugh, it just makes you feel icky. I don't know. It's just a horrible name. But, you know, they're a very, very good band. Uh, Bleed From Within, uh, an up-and-coming Scottish... Scottish! Sorry for any Scots in listening. Um, metal band, very similar to Parkway Drive, Bury Tomorrow, that kind of vibe. Very good band. Men uh, in Prison, uh, just a white-hot female fronted uh, death metal. Fucking great. Higher Power, uh, a band who I know of, but haven't really checked their music. Joyous Wolf, again, I don't know. Dead Label are just a straight-up metal band, in my opinion. I mean, they're fine, but, you know. Death Blooms, I've heard a lot about, but never heard their music. And Temples on Mars, I've got no idea, unfortunately. So, the home straight. We are going for Biffy Claro as headliner. Biffy Claro are fantastic. They should deserve to be a download. They deserve to be headlining every festival in the fucking world because they are incredible. Get Biffy to Glastow. Like, just, they're fucking such a good band. And I love them. Um, and any criticism of Biffy Clyro can be forwarded to getfucked at hotmail.com. Uh, yeah, straight after that, we have Corn. Corn are a band who I love. I've been on a real big, big Corn binge the last few weeks. And I've really, 
really delved into their back catalogue and really just re-listened to a lot of those old records. Fucking love Corn. And again, are, are a home run in terms of download uh, bands that, you know, will get a big crowd. Uh, and then before that, we have Voltbeat. And again, Voltbeat are just a fucking home run at this point. Um, I do believe they're from Denmark, Volbeat, but uh, yeah, really, really good band. Um, again, if you like your riffs, if you like Metallica, if you like Johnny Cash, if you like them mixed together, you've got yourself Volbeat. Uh, next up after that, we have Rise Against, um, who are a band who I genuinely fucking love. Uh, the, the first few Rise Against records were fucking incredible. Um, and the last record they've put out like, last year was actually really good as well. So uh, Power 2, Rise Against. Uh, next up, we have Power Wolf. Uh, if you know my disdain towards uh, power metal, then obviously Power Wolf are not for me personally, but they're a very talented band. Again, I'm not going to shit on them unnecessarily because they're very talented. A band who are not very talented, however, is the band Wargasm. Um, oh, this fucking band. You know what? I can't even be bothered to give it the energy or the gusto to talk about wargasm so just yeah wargasm are playing because they all because they because they paid to be there basically um then on the second stage we have steel panther who are a band who everybody absolutely loves download whoever for me personally i feel like the joke wore thin after the second record but hey they're doing well for themselves so you know fair enough then a band who I genuinely want to see uh, is The Darkness. And if you haven't checked out um, Justin Hawkins Rides Again on YouTube, is which is Justin Hawkins of The Darkness Fame's YouTube channel, it's genuinely fucking great content. Um, and that's kind of re-sparked my interest in The Darkness. And I'm going to be going on a bit of a binge, I think, after this podcast has finished with The Darkness. Because just The Darkness were great back in the day. And I've never seen them live, even though... They are basically from my hometown, so, you know, that's cool. Uh, next up, we have Skillet, are a band who I liked a lot in my youth. have uh, kind of gone a bit way too US radio-friendly for my liking. But if you're into that radio rock uh, US thing, then great. Uh, Baroness, I forgot Baroness were playing on Sunday. What an absolutely incredible band Baroness are. If you're, if you're into interesting rock metal baroness baroness even is the one to go for tremonti is uh mark tremonti's side project of alter bridge if you're into that thing you'll know about it if you don't then you don't uh then we have of mice and men who again kind of like lost their gusto after austin carlisle left uh and then obviously kind of took a bit of a hit with that and then kind of fell off a cliff and now they're kind of back and they're kind of doing the whole ask alexandria thing where they're like we're here, but not sure everyone cares. At least within the people who I know. Like, a most of them back in the day were huge, and now they're like, yeah, whatever, fair enough. But if you like them, you like them. That's cool, man, that's cool. Uh, next up, we have Wednesday 13. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I do like Wednesday 13. He's a good character, in my opinion. Uh, and, he, and he writes some pretty good songs. But for God's sake, I don't know. I know that Joey has obviously passed from... Uh, Joey Jordan from Slipknot, but please get back with the Murder Dolls, because Murder Dolls are so much better than Wednesday 13, in my opinion. Next up, we have Massive Wagons, who, which is a fucking shite name. I'm just going to say how it is. That's a shite name. But um, a pretty good rock band. The Last National and Control the Storm, I have no idea. Uh, and then the third stage headliner for Sunday is The Descendants, which is a genuinely fucking huge booking, because The Descendants are a punk band from, like, 
the 80s, I want to say. But they basically, like, never tour. So that's really, really cool. They are playing Down a Festival and Third Day Headliner. Then we have Boston Manor, who are just a fantastic, great rock band. Uh, Trash Boat, much the same, just a really great sort of rock band. Uh, Marais Trenches, I have no idea. Jamie Lemon. If you know about Jamie Lemon, you know that Jamie Lemon is an absolute fucking legend. A legend of a man. He's also former frontman of the band Ruben. Just a really fucking interesting, cool dude, in my opinion. The Horror, I have no idea. Uh, Cemetery Sun, I have no idea. Dead Posies and Static Dress. Static Dress, I have seen, uh, and they didn't do much for me, I'll be completely honest. Then, the last one, the last one, the home straight people were in the home straight. So, Miles Kennedy doing an acoustic performance. So, if you remember back at the start of the podcast, I mentioned Miles Kennedy is playing on Friday. Well, he's playing again on Sunday just for good measure. And this... This is the shit that winds me up about Download Festival. This is the reason why Download... Not the main reason, but this is one of the reasons they're not getting my money this year. Because, uh, really? Like, the same guy? Twice? I mean, don't get me wrong. I know Old Bridge are massive. And Old Bridge will headline Download Festival. I'm sure of it. But the same guy twice over the course of a weekend? Not for me, thanks. Uh, Twin Temple are a really cool, interesting band. If you like uh, Amy Winehouse-style doo-wop and Satanism, then mix them together, and that's basically what you've got. You have to hear it to believe it, to be honest. And I think they're going to gain quite a few fans of people just wandering past going, what is that? Uh, it's very, very cool. Uh, Spirit Box, I don't need to talk about Spirit Box, really, because Spirit Box have had an amazing year last year. Uh, Spirit Box are one of the absolute hype bands of this festival and then we have a load of bands who i don't know so i'm just going to read them out really quickly uh fire from the gods kill the lights modern era thick foxjaw anchor lane as everything unfolds in jester there we have it guys that is my that is my thoughts and feelings on download festival 2022 if you would like to let me know of your opinions on download festival 2022 you can find us on the nevermind poly facebook page uh we are a facebook group rather than a page to find us over there my Instagram is enter underscore Matt. Uh, and my podcast handle on Instagram and on TikTok is never my party podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this bonus podcast. We will see you on Thursday for the interview with Simon Lucas of Winterfelleth. And then you will be hearing uh, the podcast with Darren from Funeral for a Friend. Thank you so much for, as always, guys. We will see you in the next one. Bye.